There is no God like our God. There is no Savior like our Savior. There is no book like God's book. There is no rock like our rock. There is no promise like our promise. There is no purpose like our purpose. There is no peace like our peace. There is no love like our God's love. If you have yet to be born again, literally born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God, what's holding you back? The Christian's born-again experience is the most exciting and dynamic experience that can happen to mortal man. There is no experience like the born-again experience. It is the greatest miracle of all time. Will today be the day all your sin and shame is forgiven and expunged from your account? Will today be your day where your new name is recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life? Quit procrastinating. Come on in while the door is still open. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Leviticus 20, verse 13, If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. God said, Deuteronomy 23, 17 and 18, There shall no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore, or the price of a dog, into the house of the Lord thy God for any vow, for even both these are abominations unto the Lord thy God. Man said, it's genetic. I was born this way. It doesn't matter who you love. The Bible's arcane dictums are foolishness. Enlightened men know better. Now the record. It just can't be done. Can't be done. It's been tried billions of times, but always with the same dismal result. You cannot disobey a commandment of God without suffering a curse. Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Because the word of God found in the Holy Bible is true and righteous altogether, obeying and disobeying have consequences. Obey and enjoy the benefits of doing the right thing, the blessing, disobey, and suffer the consequences of doing the wrong thing, the curse. Proverbs 26.2 As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse, causeless, shall not come. A colossal global field study has been going on since the beginning of time. A vast store of data has been amassed. When viewed through the lens of analytics, the analytics show carnal them float aflaunting their disobedience in the face of God while expecting to escape the consequence. Unfortunately for carnal man, this is to no avail. God's word has put forth directives concerning serious life issues. The field study noting man's disobedience is in. The results are devastating. Examples of issues include Choosing God or choosing God's eternal life, the only Savior, moral compass, marriage union, 
sexual relationships, social welfare, penal systems, capital punishment, social relationships, child rearing, breastfeeding, circumcision, dietary laws, alcohol and drugs, hereditary sins, devil possession, covetousness, self-gratification, harnessing the tongue, spiritual deliverance, homosexuality, same-sex marriage, gender identification, and so much more. Today's feature addresses homosexuality. God calls homosexuality an abomination, a sin in the scripture so grievous it is punishable by death, a punishment also reserved for deeds like adultery, bestiality, witchcraft, and several more. But be it known that God condemns this action, but also extends forgiveness, deliverance, and the power to live a holy life to all who will repent and turn. God's love is extended today for all who are bound by the unclean spirit of sexual perversion. A gay rights proponent was being interviewed, and when confronted with the Old Testament's severe judgment against homosexuality, responded that he preferred the New Testament. The interviewer didn't mention the following New Testament passages. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. New Testament Jude chapter 1 verse 7, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. New Testament Romans chapter 1, 21 through 32. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness, through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen." For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Until 1973, 
homosexuality was classified as a mental disorder by the American Psychiatric Association. Until struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court in 2003, homosexuality was a crime in some American states. Until 2013, transgenderism was listed as a mental disorder again by the American Psychiatric Association. In 2015, homosexual marriage was judicated and certified legal and acceptable by the U.S. Supreme Court. The spirit of evil gradualism prevails among men, but be certain that God's commandments do not change. Those who flaunt their rebellion in His face must by necessity suffer the consequences. These horrific consequences will last forever. Choices are being made. Are homosexuals born that way? Does science show a smoking genetic gun? What is the underlying force behind it? Two researchers from Johns Hopkins University published their findings on Born That Way in the fall of 2016, and it has caused quite an uproar. Before we get there, consider the following information from God Said, Man Said, Homosexuality Updated. In regard to the Born That Way defense, it must be noted that we were all born spiritually dead in trespasses and sins. We did not choose to be born that way. But it is our choice that we stay that way. For more information on the subject of homosexuality, click on to the following God Said, Man Said features. Concerning genetic homosexuality, the homosexual camp's argument has proved to be a straw man. The following published articles lend proof. An article in Scientific American, November 1995, was titled, Gay Genes Revisited, Doubts Arise Over Research on the Biology of Homosexuality. In the archives of genetic psychiatry, there's an article titled Human Sexual Orientation, The Biologic Theories Reappraised. In this article, Dr. William Bine, a psychiatrist with a doctorate in biology, and Mr. Dave Parsons carefully analyzed all the major biological studies of homosexuality. They found none that definitively supported a biological theory of causation. Author and sociologist Stephen Goldberg, Ph.D., wrote, Virtually all of the evidence argues against there being a determinative uh, physiological causal factor, and I know of no researcher who believes that such a determinative factor exists. Such factors play a predisposing, not a determinative role. I know of no one in the field who argues that homosexuality can be explained without reference to environmental factors. End of quote. Goldberg continued, Gay criticism has not addressed the classic family configuration. It has merely asserted away the considerable evidence for the existence of family factors. Studies which attempt to disprove the existence of the classic family pattern and homosexuality are convincing only to those with a need to believe, end of quote. In the Journal of Human Sexuality, J. St. Over, M.D., wrote, There is no evidence that shows that homosexuality is genetic, and none of the research itself claims there is. Only the press and certain researchers do when speaking in sound bites to the public, end of quote. Following quote is from Dr. Joel Galmater, of Yale University concerning the various studies attempting to link genes with complex human behavior, he said. 
all were announced with great fanfare, all were greeted unskeptically in the popular press, all are now in disrepute, end of quote. One of the studies in disrepute was conducted by Salk Institute researcher Simon LeVay. He studied the brains of 35 male cadavers and reported that the cluster of neurons called INAH3 and the hypothalamus was generally smaller in 19 of the 35 cadavers. Those 19 were known to be homosexuals. The remaining 16 cadavers, who were reported to be heterosexual, displayed a larger neuron cluster. Mainstream media touted this research as a genetic link to homosexuality. Upon closer scrutiny, Mr. LeVay's research had at least three major flaws. First, the sample was too small. Second, the sexual orientation of the 16 classified as heterosexual was highly suspect. Six of them died of AIDS. And third, it has never been proven that the hypothalamus has anything to do with sexual orientation. In 1993, another study was conducted by Dean Hammer of the National Cancer Institute. He studied 40 pairs of homosexual brothers. He discovered that 33 pairs had DNA markers in the same chromosome region known as XQ28. This study was heralded by a liberal media eager for this kind of scientific support that homosexuals are born that way, therefore legitimizing the lifestyle. The Hammer study has since been discredited. Besides the sample size being too small, there was no heterosexual control group where markers may or may not have been found. A similar study was conducted later by George Ebers of the University of Western Ontario. His study had a much larger sample, and it contradicted Hammer's conclusions. Eber reported his results and said, They do not support an X-linked gene underlying male homosexuality. End of quotes. Headline, AFA Journal, January 2017. Science doesn't support born that way. The subhead, a quote from researcher Dr. P.R. McHugh, reads, The claim that the science is settled now concerning issues such as born that way or you are fixed or immutable, there is no evidence from the science that those things are correct. The short report from AFA Journal follows. Two researchers, Paul McHugh and Lawrence Mayer, at Johns Hopkins University, published a study in the fall of 2016 issue of the New Atlantis, finding insufficient evidence for the claim that homosexuals are born that way. The study further examines the higher-than-average rates of mental health problems among transgenders, as well as of other problems such as substance abuse and abusive relationships. It contends that the prevailing scientific explanation of social stressors does not account for the entire disparity. The Human Rights Campaign issued a warning that Johns Hopkins Hospital score on the HRC's Healthcare Quality Index could be dramatically reduced unless the medical research facility distanced itself from the study. Johns Hopkins circulated a letter reminding employees that it supports a local Baltimore gay pride event and has policies to welcome and support LGBT people. However, it also maintained that as a research facility, academic freedom is among our fundamental principles. Linda Harvey of Mission America noted, they need to do some hard thinking about this and reevaluate, as, as, as does every hospital and a healthcare institution, uh, their support, their blind support of these lifestyles and behaviors, end of quote. 
Concerning Dr. McHugh, Decision Magazine reports in the January 2017 issue, that reality, Hayer, former uh, transgender, says, is the reason some 41% of the transgender population attempts suicide, a figure cited by multiple sources, including Dr. Paul McHugh, former chief of psychiatry at Johns Hopkins Medical Center, which pioneered so-called sex reassignment procedures. McHugh now strongly opposes such treatments as psychologically harmful and has written extensively on that subject, end of quote. What is the dominant underlying factor that promotes the antisocial sexual activity called homosexuality? It's the spirit of rebellion against the God of creation, but it enters an individual's life through various doors. Some examples follow. Exodus 20, verse 5, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Epigenetics, the influences that are beyond genetics. Political promotion, promotion by academia and Hollywood, peer pressure. Man tempering with the food chain, uh, from hormones pumped into our meats to a myriad of toxic chemicals. Consider this example from NewsmaxHealth.com, February 2016. Consumers became wary of plastic products containing the chemical bisphenol A and began to avoid them after it was determined to be an endocrine disruptor. More than 130 studies linked BPA to a long list of health problems including heart disease, breast and prostate cancer, infertility, and the feminization of males. Companies responded to consumer concern by removing BPA from many products, including babies' sippy cups, water bottles, and other soft plastics that come into contact with food. Some companies began advertising their products as BPA-free and replaced BPA with bisphenol S. But scientists at UCLA have found that BPS may be no safer. They discovered that BPS influences key brain cells and genes that control the growth and function of organs involved in reproduction, end of quote. Spirits can affect the child in its mother's womb as a result of her own proclivities. Ultimately, as the individual yields to Satan's influences, the individual is possessed of an unclean spirit. Again, from the God Said, Man Said feature, Homosexuality Updated. The Word of God is the authority on the subject of homosexuality, as you should expect, since God created mankind. He says that homosexuality is a spiritual uncleanness. Romans 1, verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. The term unclean in the Old Testament indicated one who was contaminated with contagious germs or disease or a running issue of bodily fluids, and so on. Those who were unclean were quarantined until they were cleansed of the contamination in order to protect others from infection. In the New Testament, the Bible speaks of evil spirits called unclean spirits, which possess humans. Jesus Christ cast unclean spirits out by the power of his word. Mark seven twenty five and 26. For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him, excuse me, that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. An unclean spirit is a devil. 
They can and must be cast out if the affected individual wants to be set free from their bondage. Webster's New Collegiate Dictionary defines unclean, morally or spiritually impure, infected with a harmful supernatural contagion, end of quote. An unclean spirit is a harmful supernatural contagion. God calls the homosexual condition an uncleanness. Therefore, the unclean spirit of homosexuality is an evil supernatural contagion. Others can be and are infected with it. As it continues to be promoted more and more, it will continue to spiritually infect larger and larger shares of society. The spiritually infected part of the community will take on the same traits of the other infected parties, desires, attitudes, talk, walk, actions, etc. Possession takes place in an individual as all spiritual possessions take place by opening oneself and yielding to the unclean spirit. Please note that God and Satan are spirits. Words and ideas are the concepts and conduits of the spirit world. Contaminated words and ideas are Satan's stronghold. This was his plan of attack with our great-great-grandmother Eve in the Garden of Eden when he challenged and contradicted God's words. Satan has not changed his game plan since. Homosexuals are bound by a common, unclean, contagious spirit. They can and are being set free. Homosexuality is a terrible, satanic bondage. If you are bound, it is important to know with certainty that God calls it an abomination and that you are doomed unless you turn from it. God loves you but hates the unclean spirit of homosexuality. Deliverance is yours if you want it with all your heart. You must repent and disavow this evil spirit. You must believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, as your Savior and King. The Lord Jesus gave his disciples power to cast out unclean spirits. Matthew 10, 1, you'll find it there. And just before his ascension into heaven, Jesus said in Mark 16, 17, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. A clean believer who ministers through the power of the Holy Ghost can bind the spirit of homosexuality and cast it out. May the face of God's deliverance and salvation shine on you. At God said, man said, we know that Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory and all power in heaven and earth has been delivered into his hand. If you are bound, be assured that Jesus can make you free. It just can't be done. We must reap what we sow. Note the stats and quote from the January 2017 issue of Scientific American. The header reads, by the numbers, 110 million. That's the estimated total number of STD infections in the United States. 478.8 chlamydia cases per 100,000 people. 5.9% increase in chlamydia cases from 2014 to 15, an all-time high. 12.8% rate increase in gonorrhea. 19% rate increase in syphilis. $16 billion. That's the annual cost of treating STDs. The CDC attributes the upswing to an erosion of public prevention resources and treatment services, as well as increased screening. An increase in online dating may also contribute, especially for young men who have sex with men, says Eric Scrimshaw, professor at the Columbia University Melbourne School of Public Health, end of quotes. Conservapedia.com reports on some of the devastating results of homosexuality excerpts follow. One, 
Gay-Bow syndrome, which has also been described as Gay-Bow disease, was named as an illness in 1976 in the medical literature via the journals Annals of Clinical and Laboratory Science. And in 2004, Medscape stated that Gay-Bow syndrome is a significant issue in regards to HIV infection. The Johns Hopkins HIV Guide website also presently features a literature review article, which is essentially a duplicate of the aforementioned article at Medscape. Gay-Bow syndrome is a clinical pattern of anorectal and colon diseases, which occur with unusual frequency in homosexual patients. The disease were not exclusive to male homosexuals. Number two, HIV infection and a new look at Gay-Bow syndrome. September 2010 report of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, they declared, gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men represent approximately 2% of the U.S. population, yet are the population most severely affected by HIV and are the only risk group in which new HIV infections have been increasing steadily since the early 1990s. In 2006, Men having sex with men accounted for more than half, 53%, of all new HIV infections in the United States. In August of 2009, Lifestyle News reported an official with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced the CDC's estimate Monday that in the United States, AIDS is 50 times more prevalent among men who have sex with men than the rest of the population. Number three. Concerning homosexuality and syphilis, an early publication to propose the link between homosexuality contributing to the spread of sexually transmitted disease syphilis was the English publication Proceedings of the Royal Society of Medicine in 1962. The Proceedings of the Royal Science of Medicine made the following statement. The importance of homosexual practices in the spread of venereal diseases has attracted particular attention recently. It almost seems that these practices are keeping syphilis alive in this country. Number four, Peter LaBarbera reported relative to the issue of neurosyphilis and homosexuality. The increase in syphilis cases among gay men, particularly among those who are HIV positive, has been a concern for years. Most troubling is the occurrence of early neurosyphilis when the infection spreads to the central nervous system and the brain. Number five. In relation to homosexuality and AIDS, the original spread of AIDS is generally attributed to the promiscuity of homosexual men. Originally, the syndrome was called the gay disease because the overwhelming majority of patients were homosexual men. In September of 2010, Reuters reported nearly one in five gay and bisexual men in 21 major U.S. cities are infected with HIV and nearly half of them don't know it. Number six, concerning homosexuality in MRSA, on January 15, 2008, the newspaper San Francisco Chronicle had a news article entitled San Francisco Gay Community, an epic center for new strain of virulent staff. The San Francisco Chronicle news article declared concerning homosexuality in MRSA, a new variety of staph bacteria highly resistant to antibiotics and possibly transmitted by sexual contact is spreading among gay men in San Francisco, Boston, New York, and Los Angeles, researchers reported Monday. Number seven, 
In June of 2004, the journal Nursing Clinics of North America reported concerning homosexuality and anal cancer. One of the more pressing issues for gay men is anal carcinoma. Several recent studies have indicated the rate of anal dysplasia to be increasing in men with and without HIV. 90% of men with HIV have the human papillomavirus, HPV, while 65% of men without HIV have HPV. HPV type 16 is the most troublesome for developing cancer and is found in significant proportion of gay men. Number eight. Concerning lesbianism and obesity, in April of 2007, the American Journal of Public Health analyzed data from 2002 National Survey of Family Growth, and the data suggested that American lesbian women were 2.69 times more likely to be overweight and 2.47 times more likely to be obese than all other female sexual orientation groups. The abstract for this study indicated that lesbians are at a greater risk for morbidity and mortality linked to overweight and obesity. Number nine. Concerning mental health and homosexuality, studies have long indicated that homosexuals have a substantially greater risk of suffering from psychiatric problems, suicide, depression, bulimia, antisocial personality disorder, and substance abuse. For example, a national survey of female homosexuals was published in the Journal of Consulting in Clinical Psychology, which found that 75% of the approximate 2,000 respondents had pursued psychological counseling of some type, many for treatment of long-term depression or sadness. Number 10. As mentioned earlier, amoebiasis and proctitis are both illnesses associated with gay bowel syndrome. In addition, it was also indicated previously that amoebiasis can cause proctitis, which increases the risk factor in regard to HIV infection. In 2006, the Medical Journal of Australia reported high rates of intestinal parasitism are found in men who have sex with men throughout the world. End of quotes. Homosexual youth are 2,300% more likely to contract sexually transmitted diseases. The average lifespan of the homosexual male is 8 to 20 years shorter than the heterosexual male, and the list goes on. All through this life, decisions are being made. Choose Christ. Choose deliverance. Choose life. There is a way of escape. God said, Leviticus 20, verse 13, If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. God said, Deuteronomy 23, 17 and 18, There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor sodomite of the sons of Israel. Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or a price of a dog into the house of the Lord thy God for any vow, for even both these are abomination unto the Lord thy God. Man said, it's genetic. I was born this way. It doesn't matter who you love. The Bible's arcane dictums are foolishness. Enlightened men know better. Now you have the record.